song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. In every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Such a great song. Don't worry, be happy. No truer words have ever been spoken, folks, but I think it's a little easier said than done. Am I wrong? I'd love to not worry. I'd love to be happy. But here we are, July 16th, Sunday. Sunday evening. I got a ton of stuff to get to here. It's been a little bit. You know, I, I kind of, I'm, 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 I'm hiding. I'm always, I'm, I'm elusive. I'm an elusive creature. But here, here is a sighting. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Sunday night again, like I said. Super excited about the 4th of July release of the movie Sounds of Freedom. I mean, it got quite a bit of publicity. We had Mel Gibson going out and kind of letting everybody know this was being released. And there was quite a bit of buzz on Twitter about it as well, as there should have been. I mean, it is a very important movie. It's a very... Um, controversial movie and you know me i love some controversy so it's good but trip out on this this is like kind of an interesting little bit i i kind of you know it's it's it was up with indy against indiana jones the new indiana jones whatever that movie is called um but you know the legacy i mean i love the indiana jones movies i i grew up on them and they're one of my favorite movies i mean from that era but i will say you know there's quite a bit of buzz about this movie sounds of freedom and it I, I don't know if they released indiana jones on the fourth of july weekend just to kind of water down the release of the sounds of freedom which it's kind of been i think the the release announcement was way earlier on the sounds of freedom I guess here let's list what a few facts about this movie sounds of freedom that did so well and absolutely crushed Indiana Jones in the box office um, against all odds. Here's some interesting stuff. Disney actually owned the rights to this film with no plan to release it. Uh, Angel Studios brought bought the rights, took it to Amazon, got turned down, then took it to Netflix, got turned down. After five years of delay, was able to get in 2,600 theaters and beat out Disney's Indiana Jones on the 4th of July. The film is based on a true story, unlike, you know, Indiana Jones. Now ask yourself, who is trying to slander and calling this a conspiracy while knowing it's a true story, and why would they? Indiana Jones' budget was $294.7 million. Sound of Freedom budget was $15 million. Indiana Jones, Disney released around 4,600 theaters. Sounds of Freedom, Angel Studios released in 2,600 theaters. Indiana Jones, 4th of July collection, 11.5 million. Sound of Freedom, 4th of July collection, 14 million. So think about that. Almost, what is that? $15 million compared to almost a $300 million budget. You got nearly twice the amount of theaters, 2,600 compared to 4,600 theaters. And still, it grossed 14 million over 
Indiana Jones is 11.5. What does that tell you? I mean, are you guys paying attention yet? People are not willing to lay down, and people are willing to actually listen. And I'm telling you, that is half the battle of trying to really red pill people and, and wake people up, is people with, especially people with, like, really good nature, you know? I know uh, quite a few that they just kind of refuse to believe. They cannot wrap their mind around the fact that there's actually a cabal of elites and celebrities and these just a cult of people that is exploiting children for not just adrenochrome, but, you know, sex exploitation. I mean, trafficking for organs. I mean, it's so grotesque that so many people just cannot allow themselves to believe such a horrible thing because is the U.S. government involved? Well, there is some proof um, saying that Epstein was a CIA asset. So were they involved? I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, the, the U.S. government has done some of the sketchiest, shadiest crap, and we only know the tip of the iceberg. And there is quite a bit of, I guarantee you, there's going to be some classified files that were already supposed to be released that are going to actually be made public. And once people get a taste of how corrupt and how twisted our government and the elites and these people are, okay? Because they're all in collusion together. These are all the same group of, of, of lizard people, okay? These, who, these are all who these people are. Speaking of lizard people, and one that's not so much, let's get on to the next story here. Jamie Foxx spotted on the Chicago River you know, he's captain in his luxury yacht, cruising down the river. He's waving at people, driving, you know, captaining with one hand, steering the boat with one hand, waving with the other. Really good to see this guy recovered. I mean, really great. And, you know, nobody's saying, oh, that's not Jamie Foxx. It's some body double, like, you know, the whole DeMar Hamlin kind of controversy thing. Nobody's questioning that this is actually Jamie Foxx. I am just so, I mean, I really, really, truly like Jamie Foxx. I think he's extremely talented. I think he's an amazing just individual in general. And I think his heart's in the right place. He has a hilarious Trump impression. Um, and I recently posted, uh, and we talked about this on, I did a clip show about this a, a few weeks back about Jamie Foxx being in the hospital and, having some serious problems, but this is, you know, you know, Justin Bieber, we got his girlfriend. We got a handful of celebrities now that have had these mysterious health scares. So it's kind of catching up people. And, um, I think, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just not going to say it. Here's, I got a couple, uh, but all said and done, I'm happy that Jamie Foxx has recovered. It's it's a great news. It's a great thing. I hope he gets back to acting, uh, comedy, and doing what he does best. That'd be great. Here is something I'd like to share with you guys. We got some climate activists, and recently we have uh, Germans. And I'm gonna. This is the last clip. There's three clips I'm gonna show you right now. And <laughs> this is just a couple recent ones. I mean, I guess they ran out of you know paint to throw on, you know, statues and, you know, timeless, um, irreplaceable 
paintings and um, monuments and everything else. They, I guess they ran out of paint. So now these idiots are just sitting in the middle of the road. And these are the same idiots that want all electric cars. And I'm going to be getting into that a little bit later as well, just a tidbit. Um, we have our wonderful Vice President Kamala Harris touching on her, you know, green plan solutions and what that entails, which is really interesting. You'd be really surprised what, you know, the green plan that she has entails. <coughs> Depopulation? <coughs> yeah. Anyway, here is a great clip of these climate clowns getting punked by some citizens that are like, okay, dude, I'm all for a, a peaceful protest, and that's 100% your right, but it is not your right to obstruct people and deter people from being able to get to where they're going, whether it be you know dropping their kids at school, going to work. I don't care where they're going. Grocery store, I don't care if they're going to get a rub and tug. I, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I don't care where they're going. Get out of people's way. You have the people, you know, live and let live. If you wanna, if you wanna do that kind of stuff, then be prepared when people do this kind of stuff. Okay? Here's kind of funny. They're pissed. <laughs> this dude's just like ragdolled. Okay. And you got to give them credit. I mean, they're being very peaceful. They are. They are not reacting. They're not being triggered by these guys. Just but this lady gets snatched up by her freaking mop and dragged by this other lady. I love it. I mean, I I don't condone violence, folks. But this stuff is like it's like dealing with children. It's like literally, it's dealing with like a kid throwing a fit. You don't want a kid. Jesus, I can't even. All right, that's enough of these idiots. Um, <laughs> you know when a kid like freaks out and doesn't want to do something, and you're like trying to pick it up, pick up the kid, and it's like, I just totally just. <laughs> that's what these people are doing, and they wonder why people are getting super pissed off. You cannot obstruct people's way when they're trying to get to work or do what they're trying to do. Absolutely, one hundred percent unacceptable. There's no case where it is acceptable, and these people think they're just above the law, and uh, they're allowed to do whatever they want because uh, they want you to drive an electric car, and they don't want any uh, fossil fuels because, you know, they've done the math, and they know that the grid and our infrastructure can really support everybody having an electric car. Like, that's an actual thing. Idiots. Anyway, here we go. One more clip for you here. Let's, let's get this one cracking. This one's pretty funny. Here we go. This lady's on a rampage. She's had enough. <laughs> I love it. Hey, leave the dogs out of it. Listen, lady. You leave the dogs out of it, okay? If you want to be an idiot and throw yourself in front of traffic and risk your life and you getting yourself run over, that's fine. Leave the dogs out of it. We are just oil. We are here. Yeah, get him, lady. She's on. She's on a. She's on a tirade. You gotta love this lady. Look at these zombies. Look at them. They're. 
Tell me that's not some cult. What are they, burning effigies? These, what are these, some Bohemian Grove people? Like, where are they? Is George Soros hiring these people? Unbelievable. All right, again, enough of these clowns. Enough, enough, enough. Yeah. It's just like, I would be doing the same thing. I'd be blowing my horn until the cows came home. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so anyway, here's the best one. And this is the one that really cracked me up because... We have this German dude who is um, officially glued to <laughs> this dude's glued himself, cemented himself to the street. This is how smart these people are. OK, this dude's cemented himself to the street. And guess what? Him and the other idiot that's glued themselves to the street is, is good chance they're going to have to have their hand amputated. Because they stuck themselves to the freaking asphalt. That's what you get, you idiot. Listen to this guy screaming, Shiza, Shiza. This is so great. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh, scheiße, scheiße. What did you think was going to happen, dude? Okay, this is so good. I'm playing it one more time. I got to. Yes. What did you think, bro? I'm allowed to make fun of German people because I'm part German. I could do whatever I want when it comes to white people because I'm like all the whites, mostly all kinds of white. You name kind of white, I'm, I got a little slice in me, <laughs> like a Heinz 57 Euro mix, dude. I got a nice little chunk of German, so I can make fun of this clown all day. That's what you get, you stupid kraut. Anyway, all right, here. So <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but uh, yeah, that's just kind of how that goes. Uh, I can't stand these people. It drives me nuts. I mean, literally, get a life. Stop defacing um, and blocking traffic and messing up stuff. You know, these people, they're psychopaths. And um, they not they don't just hate, you know, we're the carbon that they are trying to eliminate. They're trying to reduce carbon. They're trying to reduce us, <laughs> especially white people. We are like, you know, the number one risk in the world. You got to love it. And I, I, I didn't really even want to play this. But, you know, we all have to be aware of what these hardcore leftists and these hardcore liberals. I don't even know if there's a man or a woman. I mean, but I assume it's a woman um, with a man's mouth. Anyway, here's this beauty. Where Here, let's get this tab up instead. Apologize here, folks. There we go. Here's this beauty. She's going to pontificate on white people right now. And she's going to let you know um, just maybe how she feels. I mean, clearly she's holding back and trying to be nice. But I couldn't really tell. Okay. This isn't like full shade towards you. I just see a lot of comments like this, and this was the most recent ones. If you're rolling your eyes and you start with, no, 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 
no, like, shut up, dude. First of all, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Okay, here we go. So I'm just responding to this one. When white people say shit like this, it isn't the serve they think it is. Like, you're a part of the problem. Fix your people, bro. <laughs> like, when white people are like, I'm white and white people do suck. Yeah, you're probably a part of those said white people, so do something about it. The fuck? Also, I hate when white people try to validate me. Like, they're literally like, I'm white, but I agree. Bro, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't need validation from white people. Like, that's the last thing I need in my life. Like, I feel like white people always try, but they miss. Like, and I feel bad for y'all. Not that bad, though, because your ancestors. Don't feel bad for white people. Feel bad for the person in the mirror, regardless of your color. Because I know that you're not only confused about white people and who we are and that who they are, okay? You're confused as to what bathroom to use, okay? Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Ancestors suck and you're stinky and evil, but bad enough Ooh. where I want to call you out and tell you not to leave comments like this because it's crusty. Anyways, for all the bleach demons willing to learn, <laughs> I see. You're not as bad that's that's what i named this clip was bleach demons i kind of thought that was funny um you know i don't know if this lady ever got the old uh sticks and stones can break my bones but words will never hurt me spiel from old mom or dad but uh yeah dude bleach demon that's hilarious <laughs> i think that's pretty funny good job now what if somebody were to say what you said in whiteface about black people how would that make you feel huh lady i'd be interested to see your reaction you probably go burn down some wendy's or like um i don't know like <laughs> go uh shoot up a school or something because you guys are freaking lunatics anyway all right here's the next story because i don't want to spend too much time on the bleach demon lady but that was funny and um keep it up and you know white people who are just so passive and so nice and just allow you to abuse them are not going to be passive and nice forever and that's just kind of like the way it goes you know you guys are mean to white people you guys are mean to christians you know just don't back us conservatives into a corner i mean lest you forget about the old crusades i'm just saying don't forget about history Sometimes, you know, you, you might need to refer to that so uh, it doesn't happen again. All right, this stupid lady. Gosh, I got to be better at this. Sorry, folks. Still a little crusty, as she would say. I call it rusty. She calls me crusty, but that's fine. <laughs> Here's Dylan Mulvaney. You're not going to believe this idiot. This dude moves over to Peru because he, quote, unquote, doesn't feel safe here in the United States. Bro. First of all, the controversy happened months ago, and you did your best to, to capitalize and get all the attention you could from that whole Bud Light scandal. And, and it's, it's, I love how Bud Light completely destroyed their freaking brand, and then this idiot one week is like, you know what? Bud Light shouldn't have even hired me if they weren't going to like uh, support me as a spokesperson. It's like, dude, you destroyed their brand. You cost them billions and billions of dollars. 
Now Costco is going to drop Bud Light from its shelves. It's not going to restock. It is blowing it out. It's liquidating all the Bud Light for next to nothing because of this fruity idiot right here. Okay, this clown person right here destroyed an American brand and and now has left America because um doesn't feel safe when you're literally so freaking celebrated that American beers are putting your face on their can and destroying their brands because of it. You idiot. Anyway, here is this idiot right now telling you how they don't feel safe. Hi, is this an okay time? Okay, surprise, I'm in Peru and I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this just so beautiful? Um, I'm here by myself and I used to do a ton of solo traveling. I'm telling you, it's the best. If you could ever do a solo trip somewhere, it is such a good way to get to know yourself better. Um, but I came here to feel something, you know what I mean? And I definitely have. I've done shaman ceremonies that were like 10 years worth of therapy. It was wild. Um, I've seen a lot of llamas and the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. Shut up, bro. Shut up. Get your face off my screen. This idiot. I don't even want it. No more. No more Dylan Mulvaney. I'm not even gonna keep going off the target. It's it's punching down. It's a it's an easy target. I feel bad for this person. They're super confused. They need this weird attention. They're, this is a, another ploy just to get more attention, to get more publicity, and try to become more famous and become more controversial. Because you know, any publicity is good publicity, good, bad, or ugly. And I'm giving it to her. M, hit, whatever. That's what happens, bro. They even got me saying her. That's piece of crap. So anyway, here is the next story. We got Kamala Harris telling us about how the green movement's going to work and how it's going to benefit us and what we got to do to get there. This is going to be interesting, folks, because uh, it's a little bit of a Freudian slip, if I'm not mistaken here, by Kamala Harris. I don't think she meant to say this, but she pretty much had to own it. Once it was done, it was like, okay, uh, yeah, I guess I just said that. <laughs> so good. Here's her just kind of like, she says it and just like, yeah, we say it all the time. And behind closed doors, it just, I accidentally did it in front of a microphone and a camera this time. So here's, here's her and how um, depopulating us is going to make the world better. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Well, they say, what? We're going to reduce population and we're going to all drive around in uh, electric green cars. Kamala Harris, have you been talking to Klaus Schwab? Are you a WEF member? Have you been talking about the uh, reducing carbons? Huh? I think you have, Kamala. I think you actually just said the quiet part out loud, Kamala. So this idiot doesn't even realize what it's going to take in order to support such an idiotic idea of everybody driving electric cars. Not happening, okay? And I don't think I put any clips up yet about this cobalt mining thing but if i did already let's let this serve you as a reminder of 
this cobalt mining and what it's doing. This is how, yeah, I mean, she's reducing the population here. Like a lot of these kids are probably dying from the conditions that they're in. There's like babies in backpacks on their mother's pregnant mother's back. And they're, and there's three-year-olds on their hands and knees with picks and shovels. I know I've talked about it before, but you actually have to see this and hear it for yourself. It's super messed up, folks. This is what's happening in the Congo. Well, you know, you, you, you want to drive, I guess Tesla's doing, you know, cobalt-free batteries now, which is amazing. But you, you guys think you're all woke with your stupid cars and your electric cars and your hybrids and all this and that. Well, this is what hap hap has to happen in order for you to become a consumer of such product, okay? And on top of what I just already said, there's no way we have no infrastructure, no grid to even support that. In California, we have blackouts on a regular. I'm surprised that it's not blacking out right now. You feel me? Jeez. <laughs> people just turn their heads and they act like this isn't actually going on i wonder what percentage of people who buy these electric cars know where the electric where the cobalt comes from that they need to to create to balance these high-powered batteries and to, and to get the the longevity that they need out of these batteries i don't know how is how is it uh, how is uh elon musk doing it cobalt free and other people aren't i don't know but I really do respect uh, Elon Musk for making that push and, you know, trying to do his best to not be a part of a whore. It's like it's like blood diamonds sort of thing. I mean, same sort of deal. Um, here's a great clip from Rob Schneider. And uh, this one just cracked me up. And I think it went along well with the Kamala Harris um, clip. Please enjoy. Oh, here we go again. I'm the best. Let me tell you, folks. And we're on. Have another crazy billionaire, Bill Gates, says there's too many of us. His thing by 2030 is to depopulate the planet, and I, and I just wondered, like, are we part of the population that he wants to de <laughs> to depopulate? He says there's too many of us. This is, and this, and he says it, and people go, ah, it's a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy theory. He said it. He can go on YouTube. He said Bill Bill Clinton. You know, Bill Clinton's me. Bill Gates. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking about Epstein's Island for a second. <laughs> Boom. So, Bill, you go see on YouTube. He says one of the goals for by 2030s is, is to lower the population of the planet. And one of the ways to do that is using vaccines. It's like, what? And people go, no. That's a conspiracy theory. So he said it. You can go see. He said, yeah, but it's a conspiracy theory to think, you know, he meant what he said. <laughs> What? He said it. He meant it. He's doing it, and it's working. And people go, "Ah, it's a conspiracy theory." What? That's like if Bill Cosby said, "Listen, <laughs> if you drink this, I am going to you." And people are like, "Nah, you're not." That's a conspiracy theory. No, if you drink this, I will be in every one of your orifices by morning. You will wake up with my dick in your ear, I promise you. Hey, you 
you're just being funny, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Dude, such a classic clip. And I didn't I had never run across it until today. And I was like, I gotta throw that in there. Such a great clip. Rob Snyder, one of the greats, one of the classics. I love his work on SNL back in the day. Such a great uh cast member or whatever you want to call him. All right, let's get on to the next one. We got cocaine found in the White House library. I wonder whose that was. And it's crazy because, you know, you got the, the Secret Service on it. And I don't think they have, like, a lab for fingerprints or anything, like, at the Secret Service. Or maybe they do. Maybe they actually have the best latent prints finger or fingerprint lab in, like, the whole world. Yeah, that's what happened. So you're telling me a plastic baggie of cocaine accidentally left, okay, an eight ball, okay? It wasn't a little bit. It was like a nice sack of cocaine, okay, left in the library after Hunter Biden left, and there you're telling me there's no fingerprints on a plastic bag that the Secret Service can pull off? Or are you serious? And, and you expect people to believe this? It's the corruption and the cover-ups are just so stupid now. And it's so obvious. It's like, oh, who, whose cocaine was this? Well, who knows? <laughs> like, dude, You had 500 people to interview the Secret Service. They said, well, that's just too much. You know, we have to spend all that money in Ukraine. We can't spend any of that money trying to figure out who legitimately came into the White House and left a sack of cocaine in the White House. And mind you, the only people that can get into the White House without getting through, like, a full-blown, like, rectum check and background check and shakedown and metal detectors and every, you cannot get in there with anything or be anybody of shade to get into the White House. And you're telling me that the, that the president's family... The only ones who get to bypass the security aren't responsible, aren't responsible for uh, the cocaine in the in the library that Hunter Biden was reportedly reportedly at. Well, geez, all right, let's work, Tom. All right, <laughs> unbelievable. And meanwhile, here you got Biden sniffing toddlers. Biden's, you know, while his son's, uh, you know, doing cocaine in the library and getting away with it as always. You know, you got Biden over here. He's sniffing babies, scaring the Congress life out of this one lady. State. Look at this poor kid. How are these parents allowing this to happen? Like, I don't understand. Like, he has this history of sniffing kids. Look at this poor child. I mean, the terror in the face of this kid. I mean, the violation caught on camera. Like, this is one of so many, of course. But, I mean, look at this freaking schmuck. Just uh, is nobody telling them, hey, dude, you got to stop sniffing babies? Jesus. His trip overseas, just leaving oh my Finland gosh. a short time ago on his way back from the United States. Uh. More analysis on his performance on the world stage. And his trip overseas, the kid just leaving Finland. evil. The kid knows. The kid knows. Kids aren't stupid. The kid knows he's a creep. He's like sitting there mur, 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 gobbling on the kid's frick. Get the... The kid's like, don't touch me. Ah, get away from me. It's like the scramble panic on the kid's face. It's sad, but it's kind of funny, too, because it's like kids don't lie. 
kids tell you the truth. Like they're they're the most honest. Um, <laughs> they don't know how to be dishonest or fake. They are just pure, and I love that about kids that they give you a, a true reaction, and you know, like almost all the time, it's genuine, unless they're little tricksters, and some of them are. All right, that was I thought that was pretty funny, and also, you know, they uh, <laughs> in this whole kind of investigation and this whole scandal, we found out. Oh yeah, they found weed in the White House like three times already. <laughs> What? Weed in the White House three times? Uh, I'm not even going to comment on weed in the White House. <laughs> is it Joe Biden's? Or is it Hunter's? I mean, I, I, I didn't know Hunter was a weed smoker. I thought he was more of a, a crack uh, methamphetamine uh, cocaine guy. But what do I know? FBI Director Christopher Ray gets drilled by Congress and I need to do a whole separate video on that. I just wanted to let you know that he was visibly shaken. Matt Gates and Jim Jordan stuck it to him on the stand under oath. And it was hilarious. I mean, the guy was pissed. He was shaken. He was flustered. It was, it was just the reaction we needed to see. And it was all about when he was questioned about covering up for the Biden crime family. The Biden administration, the uh, the the Steele dossier, the um, the Mueller report. I mean, all that stuff that they clearly colluded with um, mainstream media, with social network ne networking companies, with everybody to suppress the Biden laptop story. I mean, Christopher Ray is probably the most, if it's possible, the most corrupt <laughs> FBI. Um, director in the history of the, the unbelievably corrupt FBI. And then that's, I mean, that's a, it's quite the award, Brad. Good job. Good on you. Way, way, way to win. I'd love to get into that, and I'm going to actually make a separate video about that, so that's all I'm going to say about it. Christopher Ray got slayed, especially by Matt Gates and Jim Jordan. It was great to see. Um, it's about time. Now let's see if there's any action um, on what we have. I mean, of course, Christopher Ray played a bunch of dumb and, and didn't answer a bunch of questions, but let's see if there's action and, and all this talk is, is not for nothing. Let's hope it's not. Tucker went to town. Tucker Carlson goes to town on the GOP candidates. It's, I mean, the, the Republican primary. It's some, you know, presidential forum held in Iowa, hosted by Blaze TV. It was an eight-hour event. I, I watched as much of it as I possibly could. Let me give you a quick rundown. First of all, Tucker held everybody's feet to the fire, which is exactly what he needed to do. He needed to hold everybody responsible for you know, their tweets, their, their standpoints, their policies, um, whether they're governors, what they've done in their state, what they haven't done in their state. But um, Mike Pence... I mean, we need to report a murder. Hello, 911. I'd like to report a murder. Mike Pence got absolutely killed. His, his political career is over. Tucker asked him about, you know, the, increase, the increasing violence and crime here stateside. And Mike Pence quite literally said, well, that's not my, that's not my concern. What do you mean? If, what's, what's your concern then, bro? I mean, the, Pence had shot himself in the foot so hard 
And I mean, I I personally love to see it because I don't like Pence. We already know he's a traitor. I mean, <laughs> they were literally screaming "Hang Pence" on January sixth, which let's hope that uh, good old Fed Epps actually gets what's coming to him here. Um, Tim Scott actually did pretty good. Republican Tim Scott did well. All these are Republicans. He um, he's a little wishy-washy about a few uh, items, but I think overall he actually did pretty good. Um, Tucker didn't have any really big gotcha, gotcha moments. And I'm going to make another a separate video on this one too because I'd like to share clips with each one of the candidates and kind of where Tucker did have, you know, gotcha moments. Um, one of the big gotcha moments was with uh, Asa Hutchington. Um he kind of walked himself into it, or Hutchison? Yeah, Hutchison, Asa Hutchison. He walked himself into this one. Um, Tucker was asking him about the COVID-19 vaccines, and um, I don't know how that was really prompted, but he said, how many shots did you take to Asa? And Asa kind of got flustered and, and said, well, how many did you take? And Tucker said zero. And the whole place erupted and... Asa just pretty much didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do about it, and kind of tried to skirt the whole issue and move on. But it was a huge moment. So his his play, he's done too. <laughs> Him and Pence, they're out of the race. Tim Scott's still in. Nikki Haley did uh okay job. Um, like I said before, Nikki Haley's nobody, and she's not a force to be reckoned with. Ron Sanctimonious, he showed up. And I got to give the guy credit. Right now, not a big Ron DeSantis fan. I think he needs to step back, step down, wait his time. I mean, he pretty much had he had it in. I mean, he was a shoe in for the next president, not this this coming up president, but 2028. But no, he couldn't wait till 2028. He's like trying to stick his. I mean, he might be doing it for money. We've talked about this all the time. You know, a lot of people just run just to get bunch of donations and you know lie in their pockets and say all the things that the donors want them to say but um yeah i think uh ron did pretty well um he he, he kind of missed on a couple but uh for the most part he he played a pretty good game he, he picked up a little bit of uh momentum later in the interview and it kind of worked out i think maybe to his advantage but it's really weird. The last person I'm going to um, mention here is Vivek Ramaswamy, somebody I've uh, said quite a bit about here on the podcast. And he is looking pretty tough. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, believe it or not, had surpassed Ron DeSantis in not just the GOP polling, but like these Twitter polls, like pretty big Twitter polls. I mean, over 100,000 people on a Twitter poll. I mean, we're talking 56 to 38% over Ron DeSantis. We have Vivek Ramaswamy surging right now. Um, great to see because I really think Vivek would be a perfect running mate for Trump. That's just my opinion. One of, one of many great options. Um, but yes, I mean, killing it right now. Vivek Ramaswamy is killing it right now. He's coming up. He's passing Ron in all these polls. He's getting, he's refusing to attack Trump, which is, you know, I mean, Ron DeSantis, what do you think you're going to stand in front of Trump? The dude is a 
freaking tornado. He's a political tornado, bro. You're you're gonna want to get behind Trump. Otherwise, Trump's just gonna blow you out of the way, dude. And that's what Sam. That's that's what's happening. You know, you weren't loyal to him. And you know what happens? You know, Trump goes on the attack, dude. He's a savage, especially if you're going to challenge him and try to take his, you know, fire away when he's trying to, you know, fix this country. He would have been happy to have you on his team had you not taken the route you went. Um, but you know what? Some some people got to learn the hard way, and I guess you're one of them. Great to see. So all, all said and done, um, Last uh, two nights ago, the whole Republican primary uh, forum was, I think, a great success. It really weeded out, you know, the the real candidates from the the fake shills and the chumps that that can't hold any weight um, under questioning from Tucker, who is, you know, gonna gonna not pull many punches. I mean, he was probably a cup a little bit nicer to some of the candidates than others. But he had a long history with with pretty much every single one of these candidates. Um, great job, Tucker. You're honestly you're crushing it. He was just at uh, TPUSA event uh, today, and he has uh, a great um, monologue that he went on. I think it was like a 20, 30 minute speech. It was just amazing. I might post it here on the channel. So keep an eye out for that, folks. If not, I'll try to post a link below so you can go check it out all right last video right here we got um rfk jr making some serious waves he's looking uh he's looking for some serious uh controversy over here it's kind of crazy here is a clip of him talking about covid19 and how it was a directed genetic attack on certain races and uh went softer on others so really interesting stuff there's a lot of buzz about this right now and there's quite a bit of proof to be honest with you that this is actually going on so give it a listen it's just two minutes long and we need to talk about bioweapons I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years, and um, uh, and you know the, the, what we the technology that we now have to develop these microbes, we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19. There's an argument that it is ethnically. Target COVID 19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune, immune to COVID 19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure among uh, genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews, 
and, uh, and Chinese. And but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not, but there are papers out there that show the, you know, the, um, the racial and ethnic differential and of impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That's what all of those labs in the Ukraine are about. They're collecting Russian DNA, they're collecting Chinese DNA, so that we can target people by race. Super crazy, right? So, and that's been like a big thing is everybody's been saying, yeah, the the bioweapons labs in Ukraine that started the war, the reason that Putin pushed into Ukraine to begin with was to, to seize those bioweapons labs and kind of started this whole insane war that we got going on here. Um, <clears throat> and, I mean, his claim was that they're, using these labs in Ukraine and using the Ukrainian people's blood, essentially knowing that it's Russian, it's pretty much, it's Russian blood, um, to target and, and to create ethnic weapon, I mean, ethnically targeted weapons towards the Russians. I mean, we're talking about, you know, attempted genocide here. No wonder Putin, if, if this what whether it's correct or not, I mean, if this is what Putin thinks is happening, I mean, can you blame the guy for going in and trying to, you know, seize this? I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him um, if he thinks that, you know, the future of his race and his people and his country are all at stake. <sighs> what else do you have to lose if you don't have a future and if they're trying to exterminate you um, as a race? So here you go. Here's one more little bit on that, and I know it's very controversial, and we don't know all the facts here, but we have to keep our ears and our minds open, folks. Open, folks. Here we go. I think one of the things we're talking about here is that there are now weapons under development and developed that are designed to target specific people. Right? That, that's what this is, uh, where you, you can actually take someone's DNA, take you know their, their medical profile, and you can target a biological weapon that will, that will kill that person or take them off the battlefield or make them inoperable. So you can't have a discussion about this without talking about privacy. Uh, in, in commercial data, in the protection of commercial data, because expectations of privacy have degraded over the last 20 years. Uh, you know, young folks actually have very little expectation of privacy. That's what the polling and the, the data show. Uh, and, and people will very rapidly spit into a cup and send it into 23andMe and get really interesting data about their background. And guess what? Their DNA is now owned by a private company and can be sold off without very with very little uh, intellectual property protection or, or privacy protection. And we don't have legal and regulatory regimes to deal with that. So uh, we have to have a, an open and public discussion, and this is gonna have to be a political discussion about what does the protection of healthcare information, DNA information, and, and your data look like, because that uh, data is actually gonna be procured and collected by our adversaries for the development of these systems. Jeez. So that's not sketchy at all. Sorry for the glitchy in there, folks. Um, I don't know. I think my, my system's falling apart here. Good timing, too. Last little bit here. Um, Zelensky thanking the U.S. for all of our tax dollars, which was, you know, nice of him to at least acknowledge um, what you are doing uh, supporting Ukraine. Is, uh, we appreciate very much. Uh, my wife has very nice clothes, very nice car, and very nice jewelry now. Thank you. 
and uh, keep sending us money to Ukraine. And um, so, yeah, this idiot, while he's he's thanking us for our money and he's refusing peace talks, refusing any solution here. I mean, probably under the order of freaking Joe Biden and America, who just really just want this war to keep going. They they their interest in this war is 100 percent to deplete the Russian munitions. And by the way. Stupid Joe Biden, just like our vice president, our president's over here, and he lets slip out. He kind of fumbles and goes, oh, yeah, we're low on on munitions. We're low on this, that. That could take four to six years, like up to like 10 years to, to recover. We've been sending, we're low on ammo. We're low on munitions because we're blowing it all, sending it out to freaking Ukraine, fighting a war that's not even ours. I mean, it's just insane. We're, we're securing a border in Ukraine with money, our money, okay? It, it, so, and while our border is completely wide open and destroyed, it'd be like me having a family, okay? And um, the family and, and the home, and the home need in disrepair, needing disrepair, you know, the screen door's broken, you know, this this window shattered, um, you know, the, the, the it needs a re-roof, we could use our money on that, but instead, you know what? There's there's a there's a family across town over here, and I I just really feel like they they should have you know we should fix their roof and their back fence, and we should you know put a new driveway in for them instead of you know taking care of our own house here. Like that's literally what this equates to: us just throwing our money over there when we're in horrible financial deficit. We uh are in terrible standing here at home with our border our wide open border being exploited by people across the world um child trafficking flooding through fentanyl flooding through you name it unbelievable now we got three thousand reserves u.s sons and daughters brothers and sisters going to put their boots on the ground in ukraine to the to fight a war that's not even ours. This is just completely disgusting. I mean, he literally didn't even go through any legislative process to do this. He just, Joe Biden just does things. He's setting a precedent, a precedent that does not even exist in the White House. He just does whatever he wants, makes executive orders, um, is paying off student loans still, even though the Supreme Court just literally ruled that he can't do that. He's like, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm Joe Biden. Oh, Lord. All right, folks. I'm going to have to jump off now. It's about midnight. Hope you guys are having a wonderful summer so far. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Thank you so much for being here. Stay hopeful. Stay positive. Don't worry. Be happy, baby.